Ramble. It's Brittany, bitch. Welcome to Guilty Pleasures, the show that is not a pod, not yet a cast. I was not uh, ready that really for that. You. That got me. Wow. I'm wow. so happy that I got, you know, it's always nice to tickle your friends. Uh, today we're talking about Britney Spears' movie, <laughs> Crossroads. I'm Zach Kornfeld, joined by Kelsey Dara and Garrick Bernard. Hey. How y'all feeling? This is my episode, baby. This is my time to shine. This is my recommendation. This is the movie of all movies, one of my favorites, <laughs> and I truly um, cannot fucking wait. Hey, look, let me let me walk that back because I I had a whole thing to, to really build you up, and I got oh. distracted by the, the tickling. Uh, when yeah, we, me when too. <laughs> Talked to Kelsey first about this show. She was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is my favorite movie." I have watched this movie. I have read this movie. I have studied this movie. When can we do Crossroads? Yes. Uh, so I'm very excited to, to hear how much this means to you. Uh, Garrick, was this your first time watching? This was my first time watching and hearing about the movie in general. So it was, <laughs> yeah, it was quite a trip. Um, oh, but we'll get would into you say it. it was a road trip? <laughs> it, uh, I would say it was a trip down the stairs, but anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Fire. Oh, oh, fire. Fire. Too soon. We're fire. So, so the year is 2001. Britney Spears is on top of the world. The biggest pop star on the planet. 2002, man. Well, it was 2001 when she filmed it. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, and she like, decides to make a movie, but not just any movie. Not, I think, no. even the mo- not the movie that you would expect from a nope. pop star. Nope. Uh, let's just, I don't even want to wait a second longer. Kelsey, hit us with the synopsis. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys that this is the coming of age, the road trip original, the no, power pussy Female leading, pre-bridesmaids, pre-girls trip, bridesmaids girls trip movie, which involves three childhood friends, played by, obviously, Britney Spears, the fantastic Zoe Saldana, and Mimi, a.k.a. the meth mouth Taryn Manning from Orange is the New Black. And Waterboy. And, sure. Uh, who after eight years apart, you know, all that nasty shit bringing you apart in high school, just they rediscover their friendship on a cross country road trip with barely a plan, practically no money, but tons of dreams. <laughs> and Mimi's handsome friend, Ben, in his convertible, they not only gather experiences that will change their lives, but also discover how important it is to hold on to each other's hearts, desires. This is Shonda Rhimes's ah. Crossroads. Shonda Rhimes wrote this? She's yes! Shonda motherfucking yeah, Rhimes. That, that explains why it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why it's fucking incredible. I was like, I was like, yo, this is ahead of it. The whole time I was, wa- I was oh. watching it, 
I was like, the pacing on this is great. This is uh, like the editing on this is great. It's uh, ahead of its time. It's a quiet movie, which is very rare for that amount for that period yes. of time. Where it's just like, oh my god, this is so loud. There's so many different cues. I mean, we just went through Twilight or, or whatever, and I'm just like, <laughs> can we just shut the fuck up for a second and just yes. listen to the characters talk to each other? And this was that, oh. and I was like, this is so. This is such a pleasant movie. I'm and, then cry. I, and then Shonda Rhimes comes in. I'm like. Okay, it, you, it makes, makes so, so much sense. fucking sense which just yeah. also goes to show you how long she's been around and that fucking yeah. good and right, talented right. she was out the gate good jesus Christ. and you bring up such a good point that like i know you said this is a quiet <clears throat> movie in a different way but like earlier you said you didn't have never heard of this movie which is insane because it involves one of the largest pop stars of all time and right. you're not the only one who had never really heard of this movie, but I have a hope that with the recent like free Britney movement and those documentaries that people are going to rediscover this film and how just good she is. And it is. You said, you said crossroads and this might get a little corny, but I was like, are we going to watch the music video for bone thugs? The bone thugs. I was like, is that, are we just going (laughs) to just review? What if that was that this was like the promotion (laughs) for the song? Oh, man. Yeah. 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 It's just like, why does Kelsey miss her Uncle Charles so much? Like, Jesus (laughs) Christ. I I was just going to say, like, talking about what this means to me, Zach, I know that was going to be like your next question. Was it Uh also your first time seeing it, Doc? I saw this movie in theaters. I was maybe 11 years old. And I'm going to tell you something, Kelsey. <laughs> I hated this movie when I saw it as a kid. <laughs> I despise this fuck. And you know what? I think a lot of people. D- so this movie. Okay, I'm just going to I'm going to lay the groundwork here. This okay. is not the movie you expect from Britney Spears. No, you know? not like, at all. You're a kid. I have a you're theory a little about fan. And you're like, I want to yeah. see like the Britney movie. And then you're no, like, what this the is... fuck is yeah. this? This and is I not that. Something that I want to talk about in this show is I imagine that parents were furious. Oh, just yeah. absolutely yeah. rug pulled out from that... underneath them with how dramatic and fucking real this shit is. I mean, the, right. this movie, it has teen pregnancy. This movie has teen pregnancy, S.A. Uh, uh, what? It, it's a lot of adult Interracial relationships. <laughs> abusive mothers. An okay. undercut of the, the trope of um, mean girls being like mean white women and just having a mean... Just a mean black chick with Shonda. Hello. Always putting switches for us. Um, A lot of focus on virginity and the loss thereof. Um, Yes. Which is unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Just just everything. Not a movie for the kids. Not a movie for Britney Spears. But again, we have no. so much to get into. For, yes. So first and foremost, though, Kelsey, like you, you adore this movie. It I means love so this much movie to you. So Can you just much. tell, like, why? Okay. Minus the problematic, like, losing. I'm making air quote losing virginity story, which, like, thankfully, I don't feel like this movie was a Britney Spears virginity story. Although you could certainly give her character that, like, angle. It just. Watching this growing up in the town that I grew up in, it takes place in Georgia. I grew up in Florida growing up around like a community, which is like your country clubs and your trailer parks are literally going to the same school. Like this was my experience. This was my friends. This was my upbringing. This was my like culture clashing. This was my my melting pot of a high school. So, you know, Taryn Manning's 
character Mimi being pregnant was like nothing for us. We were like, yeah, that's we. Everyone had a girl in their grade that was pregnant. Like everyone so had. You watched a, this as a kid and you loved it. Yes, <clears throat> yes, and yeah. like trailer parks weren't like trash to us. It was like where our friends hung out or like where right. you could buy the best blow. Also, not related. <laughs> um, but like this just was that girl power female friendship movie before that was a thing like to rick's point it was so ahead of its time and it was fucking real like everyone else gave like high school musical bullshit bouncing a basketball and like first kiss in the play and this was like you are going through the toughest most adult shit in your fucking life right now high school fucking doesn't matter it doesn't fucking matter and like it encapsulated that so beautifully it was just like and you know i wanted to move to la so badly because i wanted to be in the film business it just was and still is like my dream road trip with my gals my god you kelsey were writing a movie and you studied this (laughs) screenplay format yes i was writing a sort of road trip ish girls movie redemption story and i have to give shout out to our friend and and old co-worker sanjana Selim, who was the person that was like wait why don't we look at crossroads and i was like you're right and i forgot everything i forgot just the i'm not gonna spoil it yet but one of the best plot twist endings like reveals i've ever fucking seen like rick your face Zach, your face. Like, I was surprised. Okay. I mean, yeah. I shouted. <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there, there. We'll get there. So that's what it meant to me. Does it mean anything to you two? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, in a weird way, it felt like this was uh, Britney Spears's like suppressed psyche kind of coming mm, out a little bit mm-hmm. where it's just like man i'm fucking i'm an adult woman and they yes. keep on having me in these weird like 16 year old bits or whatever the fuck and i'm just like i don't want to do that anymore and she kind of was just like yeah i'll do this this movie that's pretty sad to yeah. kind of like tell people that i it's like a <laughs> weird so like silent cry for help it was it was yeah. it was kind of creepy and it kind of like puts a lot of emphasis on the like the free Britney stuff because like you're looking at everybody else in this movie and I looked up pictures of like Anson Mount right who plays mm-hmm. the driver ben. Ben. what's his name Ben plays Ben the driver right? Get it right. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, no you're right ben. the driver of the car yes yeah um, and Zoe Saldana T- two Trekkies just big time you guys yeah. yeah great people and you look at their age and you're like, imagine if Anson Mount or Zoe Saldana was trapped in their house by their fathers. You'd be like, what Oof. the fuck? Get this old ass yeah. person out of here. You know, yeah. like, and, and you look back at like Britney Spears and because she's been so encapsulated by like child imagery, I guess, mm-hmm. you look at her mm-hmm. situation and you're just like, well, I mean, she needs an adult. And it's like, no, yeah. she's a, she's 40, she's dog. Like, you're brave, it's yeah. super weird. It's it, super weird. And it's weird. crazy that she has a controlling father and abusive mother in this in movie. In this movie. Yeah, because yeah. it's a silent cry for help yet again. So <laughs> I, I totally think that it's accurate that this movie is the writing on the wall of mm. everything going on in Britney's psyche. And I found out in doing some of the deep diving for this movie... <sighs> She came up with the story. Yeah. I had assumed that Shonda wrote this script and then Brittany came on and they kind of retrofitted it and fit with mm-hmm. her. No, Which is what it out. looks like. No, yeah, it, it definitely does. Brittany went to her team, had this idea, 
with the story, and then they brought Shonda on to write it. Which totally, like, when you look at all of the layers of what she's saying. Okay, we're gonna, we'll just jump into some pleasures. The first moment, mm. uh, she's at prom. Ugh. So she said that she achieves all her dreams. She's crying after prom because she's done it all and she feels nothing. nothing. And done. that is such a heavy moment That's... to sneak in to to this little high school moment. And then we, we, don't, we, we move on, you... we, we move past that, but whoa. You can she... really write an entire television series on that yep. moment alone just Ooh. the fact that you get you wake up and you you've accomplished everything and you feel absolutely nothing mm-hmm. soul the movie soul is oh, yeah. that moment yeah you know just extrapolated <laughs> extrapolated over the yeah. course of an hour and a half yeah and they were just like well this is just something i wanted to get off my chest and now all right right now, let, let's get to the rest of the movie about friendship and she's right. like, whoa, 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 no, go back, go no, back to no, no. that. We need to, we need to talk about that because that's a little, that's a little dark, Brittany. But they do a really good job of using the device of like, uh, fast forward or rewind childhood. Like that, their device is like that. The girls, when they were kids and best friends, they buried this box with their dreams in it, and that they agreed on midnight of their high school graduation. They yeah. would unbury it together. And like, what yeah. would happen? I don't fucking know what they were expecting to happen then. But spoiler alert, they don't end up being friends as they grow up and go through high school. In fact, you would say kind of enemies. Brittany has become this perfect valedictorian, sort of maybe religious slash nerd girl uh, with a controlling father who wants her to be perfect. Um, Mimi is her one character trait is that she's pregnant and everyone thinks she's a hoe and, and they say and it from a trailer and park, from a trailer park. And, and from a trailer park that's a dual personality she can throw a <laughs> yeah. punch which she does in the first like 15 minutes of the movie oh, and i was just like oh like you just and then zoe saldana is in an unhappy long dong yeah. distance relationship with a guy who lives in california or who goes dong. to ucla and he apparently proposed to her and they're supposed to be getting married, which another thing that happened in my high school all the fucking time was really? girls got engaged and married. Yes. Like in senior year. And then they would get married like the second you got graduated. The mom character was so determined to make her daughter this like beautiful right. child and that anything other than what her mother was, was unacceptable. And so they didn't do it well, but I, I thought like them trying to build her story a little bit more was they like, could have, yeah, nice. they could have developed that, that yeah. aspect a little bit more. But then also it's like, yo, this is a movie for Britney Spears. I'm about to tippity tap away. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You know, like, you, let me just yeah. send this in, get this check real quick. And then like, this is, this is also Shonda Rhimes like doing her B shit. Like that's what's yeah. fucking wild to me where it's just like, oh all right, God. Uh, yeah, this yeah. incredible movie. There you go. Like who Britney cares? Spears needs a movie. Okay. Okay, how do I make this yeah. not suck ass? Because everyone's going to assume that it sucks ass. Right. But tell me like that beautiful like prom night scene where Britney Spears uh, tries to have sex with her lab partner played by what's his name? Justin Long, who killed it in this. Yes, yeah, he's he in it for like three <laughs> minutes and he's yeah. so fucking good. But she ends up not having sex with him because it's not what she wants her first time to be like. And so you get to see this kind of night of the prom from three different points of view. And I had so much nostalgia watching this early opening part where it's like they're still in high school. You still have like the outfits were still like so 90s and like the slang. Was it prom or did they have like an after graduation dance? Oh, whatever. 
Yeah. I keep Who saying knows? prom, but it was probably I, it felt like it's a prom. Same thing. It I think like it felt prom. like it was prom, but it was like forced to be like, all right, well, the night we graduate, let's just you they should have just said the night of prom. They should this movie include this movie includes my favorite early two thousands trend, uh, also carried in one of my favorite movies, Sleepover, where the prom or whatever what you want to call this dance, oh right, instead of having a DJ, has a punk rock band in this yep. case played by Bowling yep. for Soup. <laughs> It's like, why? In what universe? Don't forget about Anson Mel. Yeah, Yeah. and Anson, a.k.a. Ben, ends up being the guitarist at their prom slash graduation night dance. If you want to watch a movie where three girls sing in a car every hit of the 90s, then this is the movie for you. I would say about 60% of the runtime uh, is not plot. It's it's karaoke. Not to mention the karaoke scene. Uh, It's just girls singing in a car. Yeah. There is a court-ordered karaoke scene for Britney Spears because she <laughs> oh, must yeah. she must sing karaoke. It's well, Britney Rick first texted the group chat being like, which album was this movie made for to promote? And I was like, Ugh, it was for Britney, the the album Britney. Like <laughs> yeah. that it was definitely that one because you get yeah. classic hits from Britney and you get to hear her. This is a pleasure of mine, was like, you get to hear her sing in the car. But then the guilt was like she couldn't even just sing in the car. They had to dub over yeah. her like yeah. professional version of just. OK, so this is also like what will I mean, we talk about in the Pitch Perfect episode spoilers, mm-hmm. but um, most of the movie is dubbed. Most of the movie is like ADR in like a really like goodish way mm-hmm. or a, a unrecognizable way to right. where it's just like. If most of it is dubbed, then none of it is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so when she starts singing, I'm like, oh, this is nothing. There's not yeah. enough of a jump to where right. I'm just like, oh, this is somebody with a boom mic versus this is somebody in a studio, you know? Right. So I right. didn't even really notice oh. that it was like overly produced. That's good. Um, See, funny. I was bothered. Okay. I need to admit. I Guys, I didn't like this movie as much as you did. I really oh, didn't. No. And I That's am tickled fair. by how much that Garrick loves sure. it. What, what did you fair. text us? You, Garrick, it's because you Garrick said has that- taste. <laughs> tonight tonight yeah. tonight right because there, there, there are things you're doing you're like you're convincing me i felt it was kind of weird that they were romanticizing like the teen pregnancy character but then i'm like oh, okay this is just real i get it i'm like you're, you're yeah, talking they weren't me into romanticizing it. Yeah. at all but everyone calls her a fucking hoe and like she's like the outcast and no one wants her to be her friend yeah. she's very lonely I thought they were outcasting her because she was poor, which is also that too. <laughs> which also you, you texted sucks. us something about Little Miss Sunshine, Gary. I did. Oh yeah, I did. Okay, so all right, before I get like fucking destroyed on the internet, I, I okay, so I I compared it to Little Miss. I said Little Miss Sunshine. I said Crossroads Walk so Little Miss Sunshine could run. <laughs> I love and that. Little Miss I Sunshine love is this. is as close to a perfect movie. That I think yes. that you can get right, where it's 100%. just like this is. Oh a my dude. god! So that yeah, what does that mean about Crossroads? Crossroads was it got the kinks out. It's it got it got, <laughs> got the, the kinks out. Got the we are going to start off unliking each other and then um, on go on a road trip and this road trip brings us together at some point. right. 
but Little Miss Sunshine kicked it up a notch where they were just like, everybody has a terrible past. Somebody yeah. died. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was like, I, Michael Art was like, I wrote this movie for fucking 10 years <laughs> and this shit better be good. And then he put it out and he was like, no, it is good. Congrats. No, yeah. Art's here for best screenplay. Congratulations. But, but this one like, was slept on. So like the, uh, what, I, what I was like getting at is that it was like a quiet movie, like I was saying before, like, um, like this, like Little Miss Sunshine, like, um, Deus Ex, Deus Ex Machina? Machina? Machina. And um, yep. like just, I, I don't know, just like movies like that. Moon was another mm-hmm. quiet movie. I just mm. love when there's barely any score to anything like that. Although yeah. it was scored, but it was just yeah. wasn't over like any of the dialogue where in the background it's just like, oh. By oh, quiet, God. you mean like there weren't yeah. wacky hijinks. There was no, no like. Yeah, it's, it's just grounded. Like this fucking slice, grounded slice of my slice of life. Slice of my life, movie. am I right? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, thing that I thought was like most interesting was the inciting incident, right? Mimi's like, I want to go to LA and I want to audition for this thing. Brittany's like, I want to go meet my mom. She's never been around. Zoe's like, I got to go see my fiance. Something's up. He's not answering my calls. And the guy being the literal vehicle and like the device that they use is like this gorgeous, what they think potentially uh, ex-felon murderer that got out of jail because there's this rumor that that guy is like a murderer. And Mimi just doesn't care. She's just like, you guys should come with me then. And they're kind of like, no at first. And then they all end up in the car. And then she reveals that like, Hey, this guy might have been in jail and may or may not have killed someone. And they stay on the road trip with him. Yeah. So, okay. I loved the scene where he, where they ask him, why did you go to jail? It was a good scene. It was such a good scene where he was like, why did you get in the car with me me. if you thought I killed someone? Yeah. You're out of your mind. Stop trusting. So it brings me back to truly the, the best scene in Booksmart. Where they mm. get in the car with the wow, you're just naming the, hits to talk yeah. about crossroads. Oh my god, loving loving these things. It reminds me um, of Citizen Kane when no. Orson Welles <laughs> trained the camera. I'm so, I'll compare it to any good movie if I, if I get a chance. It's up there I, now. I swear to I'm God, bro. So happy. I'll, I'll go. I'll go down the line. My face so hurts. in the I'm dark so night, happy. this movie really <laughs> no okay. <laughs> But like in in Booksmart where they get in the the car with the pizza delivery boy and he's like, you guys think I'm a fucking pedophile? Get out of the, stop (laughs) trusting people. Get out of the car. I'm not going to give you a ride. And then he winds up being one. But like, (laughs) it's just, it it was, it's such a good, I love it when like movies do that type of stuff where they just don't make a huge deal out of like plot points that they set up where it's just Mm -hmm. like Chekhov's gun usually mm-hmm. just winds up to be like Chekhov's like water gun or some shit like that. You right, know? right. I love yeah. that type I, of I think what like held them together in this road trip, like what I thought was a beautiful thing that they kept coming back to was like these girls were best friends at some point in their life. And so even though they've di- distanced and grown apart, they know the things that piss each other off. They know the things that make each other happy. They know the things that uh, can really like get, deep to the heart with one another and so even in times where like of course the semi not hijinksy hijinks happen you still have this friendship at the core that you see that I think everyone can recognize with 
childhood friends like especially those kids that you like ran around the cul-de-sac with and like scraped up your fucking knees with and shit like you would die for those people i mean that might be a little dramatic i wouldn't die for like miguel and manny martez i don't know what they're up to now their father (laughs) yelled at me once so fuck that guy um yeah i can't even talk to them anymore but like you you know everyone can relate to that feeling and i think that that's what was like kind of a beautiful thing is like no matter how hard they got along or ended up fighting it was really at the end of the day about friendship you (laughs) talked about ben uh being hot and i was asking myself the entire movie is he hot or not and then the movie definitively answered the question for me when he took his shirt off and had the absolute <sighs> ugliest tribal wing tattoos on his back. I was hoping no one would notice that. That I, oh, I noticed it. I when I noticed it. I clocked it, and it like I I shriveled. Like my oh. any attraction I had, my well, I don't want to say. I don't want to give him. Yeah, it oh, just sorry, went crawled right back inside. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, no, I'm from hey, Florida. Hey, That's like nothing. I'm used to guy like How the guys I fucked in high school had like, Pike had like fucking that. barbed wire tattoos. <laughs> Are those his real arms. tattoos? I don't know. I hope I not. Think so. I, I don't think nah, so. Don't they think. look too fresh. I hope fresh. they're not his real tattoos, but I also hope and pray that the movie wasn't like you know what would make this guy hot. Oh <laughs> yeah, slap some fucking. I think it. I think it did. I think the movie did say that, and I think that Britney Spears loved Kevin Federline so much that, that you she are, was like, dude, we need I to s- have... I saw um, those tattoos, and I'm like, yeah. Britney, your taste in men is nothing oh but consistent. Okay, yeah. speaking of Britney's taste in men, we have to talk about one of my ultimate pleasures that I like sat up out of my workout machine. Yes, I work out and like wrote down was the moment when in the car they're singing and having a good time and the girls put on the radio and who does but show up is NSYNC. NSYNC. Bye, bye, bye. Gotta gotta have it in Timberlake. And this was was pre-Britney, Justin Timberlake, right? I think it's concurrent. I think it's like they were a hot couple at that time. No, This had That's to be like, guess. I remember when Britney Spears and NSYNC were out at the same time, they kept on just grouping that together in general, <gasps> like her dating. and the group. They were dating? Yeah, of course okay, they so were. fuck everything look, I this just whole, said then. This movie, it, look, it's built with a lot of these trailer moments in where they're like, we're going to give you this serious uh, mumblecore adjacent <laughs> road trip movie, but then we're going to build in these, woo! moments and it's yes. her singing to sync, her singing yeah. to Madonna in her bedroom, her mm-hmm. reading a poem and it just so happens to be the lyrics to Not a Girl, Not, not a Yet girl, a Woman. Not yet a woman. Guys, this movie is the Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman origin story. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Because yeah. it is, okay, so, right? Like they're all growing. Yeah. So the parts where they blurred the line between Britney and her character were pretty annoying like yeah. I, 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 I saying, her reading the lyrics for her song that well, someone else wrote yeah uh, nah. let's not get crazy um that someone like in from her diary and being like yeah. this is this one really hits me this one really touches yeah. me and blah 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 I'm a, I'm a poet at heart and it's just like no you're not you're a fucking med student go be a <laughs> oh, med <yeah>. student <laughs> that what was like you... the most random for me it was not that like she, she clearly could come up with a hit song in right. just a, a moment's notice on a piano, but that yeah. her dad wanted but her to be a doctor. She never had like any type of drive to be a singer. I thought. Mm-hmm. I think like they no, there was like at the beginning. It. There, 
Yeah, she just discovered it. Weird. And it, yeah. like, I, I well, guess they used like to not sing so together much as kids. Remember the three of them were like a singing trio as kids. That's right. why. Also, Zoe Saldana's got pipes. I heard her and I was like, yeah, oh, my saying- God, they all can sing. So like uh, going through the the um, chronological order of it, it's like Mimi was going to L.A. to audition and then. Look, Kelsey's done the homework. She's analyzed the script. Yeah. She yeah. knows. Okay. And whatever whatever hole okay. you're going to poke, she's going to fill it I'm right gonna up. I'm going to fill it. <laughs> That's user error, Garrick. That's on that you, bro. <laughs> so we're that talking about hijinks, error. right? Like road trip hijinks, everything. The usual, like the car breaks down. <laughs> so they're stuck in this city. They realize that they're just kids and they don't have enough money. They eat at Waffle House, which I, as a Floridian, was very, very thrilled to see in a gotta feature have, film. Got to eat at Waffle House. Got to eat at Waffle House. All, Waffle all House special. All of these things are just Britney Spears exposing the fact that she grew up in a trailer park. Like yeah. that, it's just like, yeah, she grew. She didn't grow up well off. She I, was like, there I, needs to be a Waffle House. Yeah, she was like, I ate at a Waffle House. I kept a diary. I had an abusive father. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I was around pregnant teens all the time. We just didn't see it. It was all there. Like, because we talk about not a girl, not yet a woman. We all knew that song, but we didn't really. Hear that song. <laughs> we, we didn't really hear it. And this movie is like, it's just all of the themes of her life. Maybe she did have a fucking diary, for all I know. And this movie she, is sure basically it. Yeah, well, this might have been like the one song that she wrote herself. <laughs> yeah, this actually might have been. But you're talking about up. like moments where they actually aren't a girl, not yet a woman, and the hijinks being relatable and not like off the crazy fucking pineapple express train is when they do break down and they need to raise money to get all the way to Los Angeles is they decide to stop in where Brittany's hometown, Louisiana, and they go to bourbon street and they decide to do karaoke night where they trio perform. I love rock and roll for a karaoke bar and they end up winning all the tips of the night and they make enough money to move on their road trip, which is like, Go ahead. Go ahead. A couple things. One, this movie does not understand what karaoke is. Uh, Karaoke (laughs) is not a play for cash competition. competition. It is. It might have been in the 90s. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah. On Bourbon Street, everything's a game, baby. Okay. So you keep saying hijinks. I don't know what hijinks this movie had. I, I'm sorry, the karaoke scene. I hated that scene. I didn't love <laughs> it. That I didn't scene love it. It's shot so, so statically, so yeah. poorly. And Brittany, you have the biggest pop yeah. star in the world. She does fucking nothing. And I had to pause the movie, look up I Love Rock and Roll, because I fucking jammed out to Britney's cover of that mm-hmm. when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. bravida. Her voice is bringing me on a journey. Not yep. in this movie. She's, per- she's performing like a normal person that's not what i want from you Brittany. right tear the roof down that's supposed to be the first time she's ever performed live so she's nervous she's not fucking Brittany yet and you see the growth to when she gets to los angeles so this is just like her as a regular ass person being at a bar with a pregnant underage well no she's 18 but definitely not old enough to drink friends I mean, I just, I wanted to yeah. love that scene. That was like the first moment where, like, okay. I never love those scenes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I never love those scenes. So I had a very low yeah. expectation. Very low. Bar. It was, to be fair, that's my one 
like not favorite part either. There is something genuinely thrilling about like the beginning of the scene. Brittany gets to the mic and like mm-hmm. her friend pushes her forward and you're like, oh, Brittany's gonna sing. Oh yeah. shit, here we go. Brittany's gonna sing. And, and it's like I they was... could only get like five extras for the bar for this movie <laughs> and they just made them jump up and down and you're just like, oh my God, where's the fucking budget on this part? Yeah. Back, it was just going back a little bit when yeah. um, we're so, we're seeing uh, how they've grown apart as adults or as um, uh, teenagers, where Zoe Saldana is just like, you're Miss Perfect or blah, 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 to Britney. Mm-hmm. And then she was just like, you, you're you a virgin. And it's just like, yo, <laughs> what is, oh my God. <laughs> where did this come from? Where's the animosity so come from? Fucking so mean. So, so she's so mean. Like, yeah. so like, that's where I, I always like wonder, like, if that is a, a a motivation, like to to be beating somebody and like and call somebody oh, just man, like yeah. you've never had sex before, and we have always had the feelings as human beings that that is not what life is about. Why is that in a movie? <laughs> like, why Are you was your that- mind? That's like. I got made, I lost my virginity, which is a contract, when I was 15, and I was the last one of my friend group, and I was bullied. Florida, fucking Florida. Bullied. I was fucking called Leo the late bloomer. I was just in long till way too long. Oh my God, like. Nobody cared. I lost mine the freshman year of college. So yes, when oh my when God. dude was like yeah when my when my guy was like they're gonna bully me when I get to college and I, and I went and I got to college this is even after fucking watching watching Superbad twenty times in a row and I'm thinking like oh my God when I get to college it's gonna be the worst I'm gonna get bullied I'm gonna everybody's gonna fucking hit me and so all that nobody gave a fuck they're studying well did people know who needed to know that's the other thing you, nobody you kept knew. it a secret. And okay, that's what okay. Brittany was trying to do. She was trying to keep it a secret, which is why when yeah. Zoe Zeldana, Zeldana fucking screams it across the hallway, you're a virgin. And she's like, yeah. I'm not. A, she goes, you're a Kelsey. virgin. Yeah. But they were like, <laughs> okay, so the even, even then, like going back to like my friend group, whenever I, when I told them, they were like, oh, bro, we gotta, we gotta get you. Like, we gotta go yeah. in and talk to girls. Like nobody was like, you can't do anything. You walk weird. That's why. That's why you don't know any. You know. That's why you walk on your hands. Oh you, no! You fucking piece of shit. I was, you know. Oh my it was God. a very movie thing, but it was also yeah. a very of this time thing. So now we we take a step back from this movie yeah. and thinking about but the free like Britney the, mo- the moment and and reflecting back on this time, the media was obsessed mm-hmm. with Britney's virginity. Okay. And okay. this movie is also obsessed wow. with Britney's with virginity. virginity. I don't mm-hmm. know that that part came from her. I, I maybe it did, yeah. but it yeah. uh look, it, a bad reading of this movie and I'm going to give it more credit than this is is that Britney's arc is uh, a yeah. virgin yeah, girl it, finds the one to lose her virginity. And okay. uh Right. That's the easy version. It the, yeah. the there's a much deeper version of her like leaving her hometown, <laughs> getting out of her father's grip, you know, face but to face with her mother. Mother daughter relationships are very intense. Like this. she's got a couple layers, but on the outside, because of the media's obsession with her virginity, I think I completely agree. But yeah, the what I liked it just juxtaposed with was Mimi's pregnancy because back sure. in the hometown, you know, which is one of my favorite mo- moments when the her ex boyfriend confronts her and is like, "Is the baby mine?" and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Well, I heard you were fucking some guy in your car over Christmas break," and she just straight up 
decks the motherfucker and you just get <laughs> such a clear sense of like oh this is the not fuck around bitch and you pair that with Britney's like pristine image like Christian yeah. church girl you get such a well rounded script like every yeah. per, every girl watching this movie identified with one of those girls this other thing is that there's there's literally no in between where it's just mm-hmm. like you're either like just looking at all of the jeering that either one of them were, was taking is like you're either a virgin and mm-hmm. can't do shit or you are uh, uh-huh. pregnant and a hoe like pregnant hoe <laughs> Pregnant, pregnant hoe, school, you're though? pregnant hoe that gets punched. Like you, you fell into a group and a label. Like Zoe was clearly the hot, like Mean Girls, like table. Yeah. Brittany was the fucking nerd, and Mimi was the burnout. Like there, th- that was my high school. Is that not your high school? It's. Uh, I think that we. I mean, for movies, for especially for high school movies, we always super exaggerate the couple of things that someone told you. You know, like where you're just like, man, you're fucking. You are you you are you smoke too much. It's like I've smoked like three or four times, you know. Or or like, but I'm sorry. Let let me let me go back a little bit. I think that we when in high school, like if somebody calls you ugly or something like that, you're just like, man, everybody called me ugly in high school. It's just like no, it was just one person with their one opinion. I've got a pleasure, and I think you're gonna like this one. Okay, I think Britney Spears is great in this movie. I think right. she's a fantastic. She's, so good. she's wonderful. She's so good. I think she's really good in it. Like she won. Was, she was nominated for a Razzie Award. That is not. That is not. She gives a good, grounded, lovely performance. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is bad, good. The one bad actor in this movie was the fucking drunk punk at the New Orleans bar, who's like, "Hey, is that your girl? Come here, give me dance with me, dance with me." And I was like, "Uh, Chad, get the fuck out of here!" But Britney's phenomenal. Guys, she won. She w- she was she won. She won the Razzie. Worst actress. This is tragic. People really wanted to shit on this movie, and you could yeah, kind of feel it. Claws out. They were re- they were ready because of the ending, <laughs> because of how crazy the ending was, and you're just like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> this, can this. I can I? Okay. I'll say one other pleasure before we give the big reveal of the movie, but I loved. Living in a movie pre-cell phone time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The lack of GPS, the lack of help to call a tow truck. They can't find each other. Like, I forgot that life was like that once upon a time. And I kept just being like, why don't they? Oh, it's 2002. Like, it just brought such a sense of, like, fun. Because this this wouldn't have been a movie if they had phones. They wouldn't have done any of this. There you go. I would have been like Uber. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's uh, move on to some guilts here. I'll start off with this. I think this movie must have cost six dollars to make. Uh, there is absolutely <laughs> no the entire movie, Kelsey. It's a cross country road trip. Yeah, it's every scene it, is them in a car. Nothing fucking. Okay, this is a movie where nothing happens, and then, and we're gonna talk about this. Everything happens. I the last twenty five minutes of this movie are <laughs> jam packed. That and is up very until fair. then, I was like, what? Where? Just give. There are so many scenes in this movie that you can just take right out take right it's an it's a lean hour and a half and i t- i'm gonna tell you what there's about 40 minutes of plot <laughs> there is just all these things you can pluck a 
I can't believe you've gone on to guilt without letting me address the biggest pleasure, which is the most incredible plot twist reveal I've ever heard of in a movie. Oh my God. Can we, okay. can I do it? Just can I just go say it? it? Please. Go for okay. it. Okay. Obviously trigger it. warning essay conversation. So. Oh, so. Okay. So. <clears throat> Mimi's character is pregnant, right? We all think that it is back home boyfriend trailer trash. But halfway through the movies, the girls are riding high. They're in their hotel room, in their bathrobes. They decide to stay up all night and talk and gossip and love on each other and be best friends again. And they get very close and intimate and talk about like the best and worst things that have happened in their lives. And Mimi gets vulnerable and reveals that the baby's father is not, in fact, her boyfriend from hometown. Yeah, this was heavy. In fact, over Christmas break that year... She met a guy at a party who loved to drink beer out of blue bottles and he ended up essaying her after she had had one too many drinks and he offered to take her home. And she's very guilt-ridden about it. She says she wants to put up with a baby for adoption. She just doesn't know how that could have happened. He seemed like such a nice guy. She doesn't drink anymore because of that. And you're like, oh, shit, that's a big reveal. Like, damn, maybe that's the surprise, right? It's like, that's not the baby daddy that we like we thought it was this whole time. Well, well, motherfucking well. When they finally get to Los Angeles, Zoe Saldana is like, all right, this motherfucker has not been picking up my calls, my long, long distance fiance. I'm just going to go over there and surprise him. Something is clearly up. So she brings Mimi with her to drive and they go there and Mimi's like, I don't want to go up. It seems like just a thing you guys should deal with yourselves. And she's like, no, I need you with me. You're my best friend. Bah, bah, bah. And the guy opens the door and is like, oh, hey, yeah, Mimi from school. Oh, my God. Zoe Zeldana, I can't believe play play. I can't believe <laughs> you're here. This what are you doing here? the most in-depth description we've gotten of any and scene of any movie. On shut podcast. up. Let me live out my dream. I'm acting <laughs> on my dream. And Zoe realizes that there's a girl in the apartment. And she's like, oh, my God, you're fucking cheating on me. Oh, my God. And he's like, it's not a big deal, babe. And as he says, it's not a big deal. He lifts up a blue beer bottle and one plus motherfucking one equals two and we realized that while homeboy ucla zoe saldana's fiance was home on christmas break earlier that year he essayed her now and then best friend mimi and knocked her up (laughs) she's pregnant with zoe saldana's fiance's baby it was a really shocking it was very This yet again, this is another <laughs> this is another moment. This is another moment in the movie that could be extrapolated into an entire series. Uh spoiler alert, this is Big Little Lies. It's Big Little Lies. It's literally worth like play by play this the was entire first. series. This was first. This was first. No, no, I'm not saying that this is this was like taken or anything like that. But I'm saying that you could definitely take one moment oh, from oh, the movie oh, oh, and oh, see, turn it into it. an entire TV series. But We're bitch. saying Nicole Kidman watched Crossroads and said, "I would like." Uh, I would tell me, tell yeah. me, you motherfuckers saw that coming because there no, did not no see that coming. Way. Also, did not see her falling down the stairs after because oh. that was what I was like. That's well, fucking crazy. So she that falls down was, the stairs. Course, she's that was like insane. Trying to run he out, falls down the stairs, and embarrassed the baby, which is very sad. Very, very sad. It's, it's a deeply sad moment and a deeply yes. adult so moment dark. in this yes. movie. Right. That again, I I don't know whether to call That's, this a pleasure or a guilt, but this is a movie that, that was a, the entire it's a world assumed it's incredible was writing. for kids. 
no, no, what I'm about to lot. say, Kelsey. That was oh, a guilt sorry. for sure. The, Her falling the, down the stairs was a guilt for sure. I was like, what the fuck just happened? That's it's, too much. You did like a double it's a tonal terrible shift. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like her whole character terrible. was the fact that she was pregnant and all this stuff. And yeah. then you're just going to take the baby away at the very end. And then she's just oh, totally But it, it kind of like solved the problem. What I don't want to call the baby a problem, the baby, but it solved no, the character's no, problem. That is exactly what it, it what it was doing was solving a problem. problem. Yeah, it was like, oh, that's her best friend's fiance's child. That was literally forced on her, and she got like a new then, character arc. But then so, three days later, she's on, uh, stage. you know, singing backup on stage. in a crop top. Look, the side characters of this movie, they uh, they dabble in very heavy topics. And then, yeah, as yes. Garrick said, they skip light right along. Right along. Just to the neck, just to the end. And it's just like, it's right at the end. And you're just like, it's okay, traumatic. wow. Like, her having so, a miscarriage is fucking traumatic. It's, it's and pretty... She's, with her best you, friends. Uh, you alluded to this, Kelsey. <sighs> I kind of feel like the side characters were given meteor plots. And, and I guess mm-hmm. this is what you've been saying the whole time, too, Gary. Like, all of the side plots of this movie are kind of, to me, Insanely more interesting. <laughs> There's, like, deeper. really yeah. good stuff in there. Well, yeah. that's where my original theory that Britney came in later to hype this script like. up. It mm-hmm. does seem like because she's given this sort of fluffy, like, I just yeah. want to be out of my hometown but it's deeper it's just because we see her as that teeny bubble te- teeny pop whatever it's called bubble gum teeny pop star teeny bobber thank you i was like why do i call her teeny um <laughs> it's because we see her that way and i think if another actor had played her character yeah. it might not have felt like she was just inserted for an album sale but because if, it ended another, up feeling that way if another character played her all of the music is gone like you, you don't have to and yes. which I totally okay with. Fine. That's a, that's a bit, I'm totally fine with that because there's also this whole like hanging thing of like, you know, she could have they could have um replaced it with thoughts of her mom, um mm-hmm. what her and her mom are going to do together when they find each other, where they see each other again, mm-hmm. another plug to Onward, one of the greatest Pixar movies uh, of all time. You plug just away. have a whole list and then you go yeah. down that list and you're just like, "Oh shit, this is shit's about to get heavy." Anyway, um, I cried anyway, but <laughs> who did? <laughs> um, they're like all of all of those moments of her singing where mm-hmm. it just feels like, oh, this is Britney Spears. We gotta right. we gotta service Britney Spears. Right, could have been added with like you know what happened with. It could have added to what happened to the the girls. Why did they break up in high school? Right, or right, why right. were they? Why are they so estranged now? Um, you know, that had to have been her- like a studio note, right? Like that that couldn't have been Britney's intention yeah. to be like, I want to be in a fucking serious for real movie. Here's the story I have an idea from. And then also I'm going to plug my album. It was someone I, behind the scenes there, going like, yeah. we have yeah. to take advantage of this opportunity to There's like- a real war. And this, okay, so I don't know if this is a pleasure or a guilt, but the whole world certainly assumed that this movie was for Britney's teen and younger fans. And I, mm-hmm. I was saying, I don't know who this movie's for. Now I know it's for Kelsey, but Thank I actually you. think yeah. that this movie is just for Britney Spears. I think that she no, made a movie I, for herself and yeah. not really anyone else. Uh, yeah. I think and, this and I kind of kudos to that. I think it's for lost kids after high school because yeah. again, it hit me the same way that Superbad did, where it's just like, what am I gonna do after high school? Fuck, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm. Gonna... And there was like that man. span of time in that that summer between. 
Um, yeah. College and high school, where you're just like when you were not a boy, here? not yet a man, Garrick. Not uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> it sounds exactly. like Garrick was not yet a man for a couple years uh, after that. <laughs> not yet a man for how old dare guys. you? It's a construct, I, I went, I I went boy, I depressed boy, man. So there you go, <laughs> and then depressed man, <laughs> and then depressed man. Um, is that song but, like the greatest song ever made? Is that what we're learning here? Like the fucking beats of that when song. When I tell are you that, that was my karaoke song for years, y'all. We years. keep saying that we want to take that song out of the movie, but it's kind of the whole thesis. <sighs> it's the it theme really of is. It. Yeah. it is. It might have been the the inspiration for the story, actually, of like exactly what Probably. we're talking about is that time between and. I, did you guys think they were high schoolers? Like, did they cast appropriately or did they cast up? Because senior year, I might have been hot. I might have been hot senior year. Yeah, I, mean, I they think cast they cast it appropriately. Up, but not, yeah. It didn't bother me. Okay, my guilt is that there was yeah. way too much of Britney's torso. It was like <laughs> alarmingly amount of Britney's I torso. I in to <laughs> navel 100%. And when I see yeah, a navel, a I'm like, guilty. yes, yes. I would like I a want, sticker that says I'm into navel. I'm um, into navel. Whenever uh, everyone was like, oh, it what's your what's your type, Garrick? Navel. Navel. <laughs> well, then this navel. movie really did it for you because I thought yeah. that was that was one guilt. But go ahead, Zach. Guilt. The One of the most absolute insane scenes of this movie. Uh, one of the most absolute insane scenes we've covered on this show. Uh, they steal Ben's car and he mm-hmm. wakes up and throws this pissy <laughs> fit where I wish I had the script for the car scene. Okay, he it is the most toxic, masculinity, idiotic bullshit scene where he goes, it's my car, man, and I'm surrounded by chicks. Do you know how hard that is to be surrounded by chicks all the time? That's my I car. Something uh, way that's my car. Just go ahead and, and uh, pull yeah. that scene out of the movie. Yeah. Just throw it, throw it away. Because also, where did he go the night before? Oh, who yeah, knows? they never get touched on that. Do you know what it's like with all y'all doing girly things, talking all your girly stuff, listening to music, oh, I, all your girly music? Do you know what oh, it's I like? Well, you're a girl, so. But I, yeah. here's it what they missed one the one opportunity place. with. It, is yeah. He went out the night before. This was the night where the girls decided to stay up all night and get like talking till the sun came up. He disappeared. And then he came back and you have no idea what he did or where he went. And then he throws this hissy fit because he's like, tired and hung over us some i'm assuming where did I'm, he go i'm assuming that he didn't want to hear that so he left and he stayed out uh, of the out of the hotel and but the way that, that the scene ends at the end. why does he hate the, women so much who, because he's an underdeveloped he's a man. character <laughs> just in that moment so this is like something that i think that always happens whenever you're like writing characters in general or like writing like a pitch doc and whatever you're just like going through the core members right you go through the core people and then you either have that fourth person or that fifth person (laughs) where you're just like uh uh, he he likes cars he's a dude blah blah blah. just just put him in there he's just there for to drive plot along uh, literally but um that, I mean, that's like one of the trappings that you fall into all of the time. Yeah. And that's where you get yeah. those those characters that don't pass the Bechdel test. Because you're just yeah. like, oh, shit, I forgot to write words for the female character. God Honestly, I'd rather have an underdeveloped male character in this movie. Than an underdeveloped, yeah, 100%. times over. But I'll yeah. give another, I'll give a guilt speaking of like a car ride moment. Um, again, this was the time. Not makes it right, but with a moment where Zoe Saldana gives Taryn Manning cornrows in the car is very brief. <laughs> I noticed that. It. Oh, I didn't even see that. But it I happened, and it. you just kind of are looking at it, going, 
Is anyone seeing? Oh God. Uh, they're in the back seat. Maybe, maybe we'll just kind of overlook this part. I mean, it is hey. Zoe Saldana giving cornrows to Taryn Manning, so that makes it okay, right? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I'm a bad person. Maybe she'll just take it out, and then she wears the bandana the next day, so we don't know where they go. But it's very brief, and we just have to call it what it is. We're not allowed I, to do I, that. We gotta call it. We gotta call it the '90s, where everybody was wearing <laughs> cornrows. Everybody saw Allen Iverson once, and they're like, "I want that." You know, so. it's just a quick moment, but we're throwing it out there. It's a guilt. Look, we all have Guilty friends who went to the Bahamas and came back with little beads in their hair. <laughs> with and... air wraps. No, 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 no. You all have friends that went to the Bahamas. Because <laughs> yeah, let's make this cool very clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you mean you weren't going on Royal Caribbean cruises for 14 <laughs> days when you were 12 years old and going and getting your hair braided? Fucking what? Oh, oh my god! Do you have any no. girls you want to hit, Garrick? Um, I. Ooh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. The I I literally put the last None. 10 minutes were insane. Oh, <laughs> like, oh last... we should tell the audience what happens, right? Yeah, Please. from. Like, from her falling down the stairs yes. to like the end, I was just like, mm-hmm. this is a lot. And this is probably why it has a 20% because people were so <laughs> upset. Yeah. Because like it, 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 it like it landed the plane, but like in a weird, it was a and crash. And the plane landing. blew up. <laughs> <It was> crash- <laughs> yeah. It, it is the an plane insane way. The perfectly and then it just Landed combusted. in a plane, uh, parked in a swamp and right. watched the plane uh, erupt Burn. in flames. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite moments, uh, Britney Spears loses or leaves her father, played by Dan right. Aykroyd, we have not mentioned, and Dan Aykroyd yeah. sitting in the middle seat of a cab uh, because Britney needs to get out of the cab. Uh, in what yeah. world do you put Dan Aykroyd <laughs> in the middle scene <laughs> that man you have the t- three tiny women around him this is this was i have this uh highlighted and circled as my biggest guilt and it involves dan Aykroyd. when they are in the hospital when mimi has her miscarriage britney spears is talking to her father and apologizing oh my god i'm so sorry i ran away i can't believe i did this please forgive me and the father goes by the way who was that man that you were with <laughs> And he's like, is he the one that convinced you to run away? And she goes, no, Pop. He just gave us a ride. And then we cut out. Like, she cuts out with a, like, raised eyebrow because he just fucked her. He just (laughs) took her literally for a ride. And I bet you the original line was, no, Dad, he just gave me a ride. And they were like, that's too on the nose. You have to say he gave us a ride. Ooh, another guilt? I fucking hate when movies do this. They uh. they get to LA and it's shots of Hollywood and then all of a sudden oh, they're yeah. driving on the coast on the PCH. You guys like, are perpetrating this myth that Hollywood is not a landlocked garbage heap of it is trash. So it's next to the it ocean. It's not 45. fine. Growing up, sucks. born and born <laughs> and raised has in Los sex Angeles. For the first time in a hotel that is balconied onto the beach of Malibu Sands. And I'm like, you guys did not get that much fucking money. That is $12,000 a night. $12,000 a night, 100%. 100%. There is no hotel on the beach in California that is less than $1,000 a night, period. Right. Born born and raised, Los Angeles, California. Like, until I was 24, never been to Hollywood. Hollywood and Highland, oh. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the worst place. It's the because Times you, Square of Los Angeles. Yeah, natives yeah. don't go there. Why the fuck would I need to? You don't go to the Walk no. of Fame, none of that shit. You go there when like relatives are in town and they're just like, we want to see the Walk of Fame. And you're like, why? But other than that, no. No, but like the, the movie ends 
it literally ends at the audition where she crushes it. And you're just left to wonder like what happens to these girls now that they're all free from their apparent burdens being pregnant with a serial uh, essayer and Britney's abusive mother and father, who, by the way, we didn't plug was played by Kim control. Amazing little moment where Britney does finally meet her mom and her mom's like, I didn't want you. I never wanted you. Your father forced me to have you. But then merely Which five years later, she has two sons. Should have been a conversation yeah. on screen because yeah. that was hundred percent her entire yeah. motivation. So frustrating. Yeah. 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 But you guys they will just have to away. watch it to, to see that yeah. part. Sorry. Yeah. We need to talk about our fun facts now. <laughs> they also, I know you're so mad and sad to have to end this. I know. I this was the you're like, we barely episode. talked about the movie. I yeah. like, I'm probably going to watch it again tonight. Let's be real. Yeah. They also, um, the final scene where she runs back to Ben takes place in front of the premiere for Spy Kids, which was very exciting to see. Oh, the uh, Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel on Ho- Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, so some fun facts. I got them here for you. Let's hear them. So as I was talking about, this movie was directed by Tamara <laughs> Davis, who has an incredible career. So she did a ton of music videos. She directed Billy Madison, Half Baked. What? Chris Rock, CB4, and of then a course. ton of TV. Uh, and listen to this. She's married to Mike D from the Beastie Boys. She is the coolest wow. person. Wow. She's amazing. She's the coolest. That is very cool. She's super cool. That was a fun fact. Yeah. Pretty fun fact. Uh, and then I love this. Kim Cattrall agreed to the role because she wanted to meet Britney Spears. Checks out. <laughs> amazing. amazing. Uh, and in the bloopers, which, yes, they have post-credit bloopers, there's like a quick one of them like taking a pic together on the couch that I thought was really fun. Let your imaginations run wild with this. So oh Anson God. Mount, uh, who played Ben, really did not want to accept the role. Also Captain Pike. And Don't Captain forget Pike. about that. So Anson did not want to accept the role of Ben. He he called the script, quote, cheesy and, quote, <gasps> lame. <laughs> but he was encouraged by City by the Sea co-star Robert De Niro. Uh, Robert De Niro is a huge Britney Spears fan. And so they went over scenes for Crossroads <laughs> during breaks with Robert De Niro reading Britney Spears' part. I would pay... So much Ever money anything. to see that footage. I that was the funnest fact any we've ever fucking money. had. Have yeah. we ever had a funner fact? I, yeah. I, maybe Frankie Muniz can drive, I'm, but it's close. I'm not a girl. Dude, Robert did <laughs> I'm, I'm not a girl. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> what do you think? No, not he'd there. be like this. He'd be like, not, not a girl. A woman. Not, not a girl. Yet a woman. Not yet. I don't know that I can do Robert De Niro. We're trying. We're yeah, all I trying. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing the mouth in the face. If you guys yeah, are vi- visually, we're nailing it. But again, this is a podcast, so that uh, only gets us so far. Pretty damn good. Maybe we just yeah. retire the show here and now, right? Yeah, um, forever. On the best movie. Well, those have been some of the guilt, some of the pleasures. But now it's time to decide the final word. Is this movie <laughs> a pleasure, a guilty pleasure, or just a guilt? Really, what we're trying to say is, should you see this movie? And and do you want to be Kelsey's friend still after this conversation? <laughs> and Zach, don't do that shit where you just want diversity of opinions on the fucking podcast. You speak your heart's truth. Yeah. I'll speak go first. Your Obviously, fire. a pleasure. It's not guilty and it's not a guilty pleasure. This movie is a pure fucking pleasure. Incredible writing, incredible structure, format, incredible female leads. I could go on, but I'll stop. It's the best movie. Yeah. And study it as a road trip movie film. So I would also say it's a pleasure. Okay, but like keep 
Nobody. Keep in mind, keep in mind, Nobody. this was written and and directed and done during the 90s. So, like, go. you got to, like, go. take it with a grain of salt. There's certain parts where you have to be like, oh, God, this is a little yeah. groany. But, yeah, I mean, for the, like the overall. You that were made at the Hot Topic to watch this movie. Like, yeah, if you, yeah. If, if you never shop there, maybe you won't like it. Yeah. Also, like, I'm saying it's a pleasure because of how dogged out this movie was during that time where people are just like i'm gonna give it a 23 I'm, this is the fucking worst movie of all time i'm gonna give it a 23 percent on rotten tomatoes it's like it didn't deserve that at all there are so this. many movies that people love that do deserve a 23 percent uh citizen kane but other than that <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is great this was this was pretty Wait, speaking of citizen kane reminds me of the moment when it zooms into the keychain falling down the stairs very oh. reminiscent of no. Earl Citizen Kane. This film is cinema. Zach, hit us. I'm so don't, scared. Don't be a dumb no, bitch. Yeah, don't. Just say what you gotta say. I Look, I'm very on the cusp here. You guys are doing a lot to convince me. Pre-convincing. I, if but I, is the I, next I one that be comes out of I, I'm so afraid of what this would do for my friendship with Kelsey. I think it's guilty. <laughs> I think it's not yes, a good movie. Yes. Yes. I, think I love not. that. I love look, that. I love that for look, you. I, I, I'm so sorry, Delphi. <laughs> I know. I love that you love it. Camera. I got nothing against you loving it. But it's to me, it's like it's not even fun. <laughs> I'm going to tweet at Britney Spears every single day. That says Zach Corn did he hates Britney Spears. And I get you fucking I'm so Spears. sorry. I think that there's a lot that a lot that I, I love that you that love. Okay. There's good things I can say. Like so you're I'll, a I'll, film buff. You're supposed <laughs> to like cinema. Like you and I talk scripts. You and I talk like format and like structure and character development. Like we do that as friends. And you're wrong for the love of you and, and frankly because of what you said of like how dunked on it was and especially how dunked britney on britney was and like her yeah. performance yeah i'm gonna yeah. bump it up to guilty pleasure okay it's just, it's just unfair it's it's I'll super i don't know that i think you should watch it <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you wow. just say you don't think people should watch it is that I what you said should watch it now i think people by this the way is the best time to watch yes. it we yes, didn't we didn't mention gonna... this by the way if you want to watch it you can't uh we had <laughs> yeah. to search oh, right. far it's and been, wide to find this movie it's been wiped from the uh, internet if you can it find does not this exist. movie leave it as the top comment and pin it so other people can find it we were ready to watch link. it and we all said it doesn't exist it, you can't yep. buy this movie online it's the only Rent movie it. in the yep. universe that is unrentable. Unrentable. Absolutely insane. But if you uh, do find it, please drop the pirated link as the top comment. Because <laughs> yeah. I believe so many people need to see this film. <sighs> well, this has been Guilty Pleasures. I don't know that Kelsey will ever speak to me again, but we do hope <laughs> that you enjoyed the show. Uh, leave a review, help people find it. Uh, let us know what movies you think we should do next. God, I'm so scared of what's going to happen to me. Honestly, uh, I just don't think I, like, trust you anymore. <laughs> like, I don't... I guess I just don't care what you have to say anymore. Like, it just... <laughs> well, I'm afraid of what this means for me and Kelsey's friendship. Mm, but, Garrick, where can the people find you? What do you got going on? You got some cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, Rick. Oh, my God. Tell him. Tell him. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him. Um, tell the audience. 
single drunk female, single drunk female on Freeform got picked up to series. Uh, watch yeah. that when it comes out on Freeform. Our I don't know what it'll come Let us uh, pause this. We have been <laughs> pumping up and talking. Yeah. Garrick is going to become superstar, and superstar. Uh, this is based on it, the fact that he filmed a pilot huge. that we're very excited about. It's going to series, baby. It's going. It's going to series. You guys don't understand. In Hollywood, everyone's shot a pilot. Everyone's shot a pilot with their mom. No one fucking cares. Rick's show got picked up to series. We have an official celebrity. Try guys who? It's not a celebrity. Don't it's know, don't celebrity. care. Uh, let's, Our let's, IMDb let's make sure. rating is about to shoot through the roof by association. Let's let's New let's audience? get to a couple seasons. Let's get to a couple Hello. seasons. First. Hello, single drunk female listeners. This is Kelsey. I am also a fan. <laughs> we stand single drunk female in this house. Congratulations, yep. Rickard. Thank and to so the much. writers of Single Drunk Female, if you love Crossroads, then I do too. And we would love yeah. to just we'll walk in the background and be like, hey, oh, here and we you are. bet your motherfucking ass we're doing Single Drunk Females pilot as an episode. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And lo- it's only going to be about that. Rick. Would love that. Um, God. Also, uh, watch uh, Solar Opposites on Hulu on March 26th. Rick so, has yeah. written all the cold opens. Kelsey, where can the people find you? You know where to find me, all Kelsey Dara at justiceforsoraya.com. Yeah, my life's not nearly as exciting as Garrick's. Just go watch yeah. his show. I'll be here. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching. Tell your friends about the show. It, hel- it Leave us a review. It really helps people find it. That friendship is much like us three, isn't it? Who's who? I'm obviously the pregnant one that punches people. I was going to say I'm the pregnant one. <laughs> I, I thought I was the pregnant one. Guys, we're all <laughs> the pregnant, pregnant one.